listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm John. Welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't remember whose turn it was to, if you didn't notice, we alternate. Mm-hmm. I wonder if anybody even picks up on the fact that we alternate on. Well, we, we try to do it subtly. Yeah. It's supposed to be subtle so right. that it just sounds professional and sure. you don't even know it. There's just something right. about it. Well, we it makes it sound professional. Uh, we couldn't remember whose turn it was, so mm-hmm. we're both doing the intro. You want to hit your whole bad boys yeah. thing? We're the bad boys of Southern yeah. evangelical comedy, the unofficial, the unwanted, and the unwashed yeah. podcast guys. You know, uh, a professional podcast would probably just have a standard intro that mm-hmm. they just drop in at the beginning of every episode but not us no no, no we which we have that. your dad we have your dad yeah i'm talking about week. like uh like uh hey welcome to the show here mm-hmm. i am here is my co-host and then we come in and start talking about our stories or whatever <laughs> right you know i i don't know i think it's good to have a little bit of banter up front where we talk about the week or whatever i and then I, we we try to go by the you know, John, you know, what do you got? And you're like, I'm going to talk about this, 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 and then I'm going to talk about this, this, but we're going to start with this. Right. Because it gives everybody like a little taste of what's to sure, come. Sure. I right. believe in podcasting, that's referred to as the rule of three. Okay. So, well, I did read in the Discord this week that somebody really, I don't remember who it was, they were really bragging and saying they loved our just talking that the the mm-hmm. odd news is not really what brings them to the table as much as just us as a vehicle talking. for us to get to behind talk the about, mics and start talking uh, talking yeah. about weird stuff like <laughs> two guys sitting too close to us in sunday school <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that's another thing we don't need to get off on that <laughs> we might talk about that in the patreon show <laughs> <laughs> that's a problem with me not a problem with them or tiny right away yeah. Dude really likes my wife, by the way. Well, there you go. So there you go. Yeah, and man, I wonder what's wrong with Deidre. <laughs> Deidre won't talk to him. <laughs> That's really probably it. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Much like me, like people think Deidre is an angel, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like as far as being a sweet and nice person, you know. But they don't know her like I do. <laughs> right. And she's closer. I have brought her closer to me than she has brought me closer to her, <laughs> if, if that makes sense. Just like the youth minister warned us about <laughs> years <exactly>. ago. <laughs> like, I went to this thing for her work this past week uh, for Relay for Life or whatever. Oh, whatever yeah. it's called for cancer mm-hmm. people. I don't know. There's so many causes or whatever. And so she wanted me to come and meet everybody she works with and all that. And that was great. And they were like, uh, they were like, John, we need to know if we have corrupted Deidre or if she was corrupted before she came here. <laughs> like, Because when she started a year ago, she was very sweet and everything. And as the year has progressed, she's gotten to where she's a little more uh, crass, right. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I just said, well, Deidre's an angel. Everybody knows that. You know, I was like, I, you'll not get me to rat her out. You know? Right. And uh, But they were like, uh, we have a couple of patients. They're husband and wife, and they're a little uh, slow uh, mentally. Okay. And so uh, 
this is one of the nurses are like, I, I think their elevator doesn't go all the way to the top. Let's talk about one of them. Or it's like, oh, I think his elevator doesn't go all, all the way to the top. And Deidre chimed in, I think she got off on the same floor. <laughs> and, yeah. Which I feel like is not even bad. That's right. not even horrible. Well, that's the that's a nice Southern colloquial way yeah. of saying someone's stupid. Yeah, exactly. Right. But they thought that was hilarious mm-hmm. and mean that Deidre would say anything like that. And I was like, yeah, you don't, you don't really know her, you know, like <laughs> I do. I'm like, oh, don't get to hear all the comments that I do. So mm-hmm. that's enough running my wife down <laughs> to start the episode. I will let everybody know the only person my wife talks bad about is me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> They don't even talk bad to me, like about me to my face. And she made all her coworkers. Right. We we do spend a lot of time making fun of people, though. That's <laughs> that's like it's been a long time. That's, thing that's how we bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just how we get along with each other. She's a, such a Christian thing to do. Yeah, she's more of a, a bless your heart, you yes. know, type. But she gets her digs in, and <laughs> I, I appreciate that, though. Uh, but anyways, uh, not to make this episode about me, but I did get my va- first vaccine. Oh, know? yes. And I know that you don't care, <laughs> Tiny. <laughs> no. But I did get my first vaccine. You know what? I'm not even anti-vaccine. I'm all for it. Go get your vaccine. It's right. great. Great. for Good sure. for you. Right. But can we quit acting like that makes you a superhero? <laughs> no, Because I you am. went and got a shot. <laughs> That was a point for those that are friends with me on Facebook. I put up that I think people who post about getting their vaccines are a very big look at me people. You know, <laughs> yes. like, hey, look at me, look what I've done. Uh-huh. And then I I'm, follow I'm gonna, that I'm up video with video myself, yeah, John. Right. I'm gonna put a video of it. No, watch me, Here's watch me, me roll my, my sleeve up. Yeah. And then she's going to come give me the shot, and then I'm right. going to show you my little card that yes. says I'm vaccinated. I'm saving lives. <laughs> But then I follow that up with, I will be unavailable from this time to this time because I'll be getting my vaccine, which I thought was a subtle way to poke fun, not only at myself, but everybody right. else. Yeah. But then somebody commented on there that uh, that I was going to turn into a zombie. Did you see that comment? <laughs> or I was either going to die or turn into a zombie. I didn't see that. Oh, and I was like, are those my only two choices? <laughs> you know? but, and... uh but yeah, uh, she uh, she married a high school friend of mine, and uh, let's just say she's a, she's a little out there. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, I'm I'm gonna wait a few weeks, and then I'm gonna follow it up like I'm still alive and still not a zombie. No, you what know? you should follow it up with is sunlight is getting to where it really like burns me, <laughs> and I just want to sleep all day, and I just I'm hungry, but yeah. nothing satisfies <laughs> the hunger. Yeah. The funny thing about it all is, you know, I put that up like, hey, I'll be unavailable during this time as a joke. Well, I got two phone calls and a string of text messages the entire time they were asking me questions. I have no idea what I agreed to or or they asked me. They're like, you know, have you had plasma treatment, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, you know, whatever. I wasn't paying attention because I was texting with an employee of mine and it was calling me. It was having a problem during the, the whole thing. So I don't, <laughs> they could have done a whole Tuskegee experiment on me. I have no idea. Yeah. And the only thing that really bothered me is you got to pull over into this parking spot. It's a drive through vaccination. Place. Okay. You know, pull over to this parking spot. And then wait for 15 minutes, they give you a timer. And when mm-hmm. the 15 minutes goes off, you got to honk your horn, flash your lights. They come over, check you out, and they say you're okay to go. 
Well, all the people around me, all I'm just going to say this, they were all females around me. Okay. When they honked their horn and everything, they moved the cone out from in front of their car so they could pull forward and go out. Well, when they checked me out, they didn't offer to move the cone. I had to back out of my parking space. <laughs> and I felt that was a bit of discrimination, you know? Yeah. Maybe, or maybe they know that women can't back out of a parking spot. I was just going to say, maybe they've lost a lot of traffic cones. <laughs> you know, people have like been backing into the people on the road behind them or whatever, You're creating right. bigger headaches. I don't know, but they just let me just straight up back on up. I was very offended. I know you're extremely afraid of needles. I am. How? <laughs> what got you through the, the process? And you got to go back and get another I one. I do. I do. I already got it scheduled and everything. Got to go back. And they were like, well, you have to bring this card back with you. And I was like, that's a big ask. You know, like <laughs> for me to keep up with something for two weeks, is that's that's extremely going to be extremely hard because <laughs> right. it's not wallet size. Yeah. You know, it's bigger than like a card slot for your wallet, mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense. By the way, whoever designed the vaccine cards, make it the same size as a credit card. Right? John, we're, go- we're fixing to make a killing because we're going to go make some lanyards that are specifically <laughs> for not a bad that idea. vaccine card <laughs> not so they can walk idea. around like in Wayne's World oh, and yeah. the backstage passes and they're showing everybody. It's not a bad idea. That's what we need. A friend of mine brought up that she wanted to make a button that says I am vaccinated because people give her dirty looks for not wearing her mask, mm-hmm. you know? And so maybe we can just put it right out there. There we go, yeah. Yeah, like, hey, here's my credentials. You laminate, you laminate, <laughs> laminate your card and then you put it on like that little uh, lanyard. Yeah. The EOP's on the side. Sure, of, of course. course. Fabric. Right. Yes. yes. Yeah, our logo, everything. <laughs> yeah. Link to the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> QR code, something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a QR code on the back. Like sure. You flip it over. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Now, we're, now we're talking. <laughs> Trademark. Copyright. Nobody take our idea. But yeah, I, I just... Uh, I just feel like they, they mismanaged the card, but I don't like shots. And I just got through it by number one, having an employee <laughs> blow up my phone. I mean, nonstop. One of the things I responded was like, give me a second. I'm getting vaccinated. Didn't slow down at all. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Actually, it was two employees. It wasn't just one, it was two. Yeah. So, uh, really, one of them kind of left me alone. And then we spoke afterwards when I was in my parking spot. I called him and I was like, you may be the last person I speak to before I die. I just got my vaccine, <laughs> yeah. you know, or become a zombie. <laughs> yeah. He was cool. He was, he wasn't the one bothering me, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I could die right now. You'd be the last person to speak to. Uh, that would be kind of cool. Right. Yeah. I yeah. would love to be the last person somebody speaks to when they die after getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Everybody call me after you get your vaccine, <laughs> just in case you die. Because according to one Facebook friend of mine, you're either going to die or turn into a zombie. Either one would be super cool to be your last human conversation with. Yeah. Yeah. What about odd news this week? Oh, I got several stories. We have so many We stories. had uh, to narrow down. You guys have no idea the process we just went through. <laughs> uh, got a, a guy, a player, the player of all players we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, got a, a really a great employee we're going to talk about too, and uh, have a woman. Oh, I, oh man, see, I don't know. I got, I'm still trying to decide mm-hmm. between these last two either the sailor story or the woman who got a felony for her VHS cassette. I know we, we both need, we need to talk about both of them. I know, maybe we just need to hurry. Okay, all right, you know what? I can, uh, I can drop my beaver story <laughs> if you want to shoot one of them my way. <laughs> well, let me just tell you, y'all are missing out on Tiny's beaver story. <laughs> it was quite the spicy story. Uh, 
Okay, I'll send you the uh, the Sailor Boy. Okay. Why don't you get us kicked off while I'm doing that? All right. Well, I was going to talk about marriage leave. I was going to talk about a woman finding a tracking device on her car. Okay. But I wanted to start with, I'll go ahead and start with that sailor story. Okay. As soon as you get it sent to me. I'll just send it to you. You know what? I think I've had it in here. You do. Where is it? It's the third bowl one down from the top. Right there it is right there. Way to come through, huge TV monitor we have in here. <laughs> yeah. Credit to Dapper Man for posting this one up in the group. Yeah. Stranded sailor allowed to leave abandoned ship after four years. Wow. This is a crazy story. John, I just want you to sit right back, and you'll hear a tale. A tale of a stranded ship. <laughs> okay. All right. Mohammed Aisha, Aisha joined his cursed ship, the MV Amon, on May 5th, 2017. Cinco de Mayo. That's right. <laughs> Which our church is having a great Cinco de Mayo event. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke. Found out this morning. Are you invited? You know what? I don't think I am. Wow. Which is not like I would, I don't know if I really want to go anyway. Well, why? I mean, like, time but, is, <laughs> you have lost someone okay. out of everybody. Let's get you everybody be up to speed. The preacher announced yeah. after church that on May 5th, there was going to be a small gathering yes. of people who have lost people like during the last couple years. Yeah. Lost I, a loved one. Because they, yeah, he's done a lot of funerals and they haven't all been COVID related, but some no, of them have. It's sure. just, he's done more funerals this year than usual. Right. And so, but he, he made sure to say that they're sending out invitations. Like, you know, not everybody can come. You got to have an invitation. <laughs> right. To this thing. Toddy had got one. <laughs> well, we get up to the Sunday school room and I'm like, <laughs> Hey, is anybody in here invited to the Cinco de Mayo party <laughs> that the church is having? <laughs> I just think it's weird you haven't got one. Well, I had I'm gonna advocate yet, but... for you. <laughs> well, we need to get tiny in the Cinco de Mayo party. You know what? I'm just gonna throw my own Cinco de Mayo <laughs> no. party and blow that one we away. We need you to get invited and you show up with like a sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> like Trey, maracas. Of, yeah, like maracas, Trey of guacamole and some chips. Like, a big old huge, like culturally offensive mustache. <laughs> I mean, nobody in our church would care <laughs> about offending another culture, but yeah, I think that would be great. <laughs> that would be funny. Oh, all right. I know we got to talk. I know we're going to try to hurry. I've brought up that we should go to some sort of like renaissance festival or something like that. <laughs> yes. Well, I found out there's an Alabama renaissance fair. Oh, and snap. I don't remember when it is, but it's somewhere up around Huntsville. They're having a renaissance fair <laughs> and I would love to go. Do we need to cover that. As yeah. Earth Oddity? What we need is me and you and somebody that can video us. John. Who, oh yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> yeah, can get other John. John. Yeah. Other John. He could or squirrel or somebody. <laughs> yeah. Let's roll up to that bad boy. I would like for you to dress as period specific <laughs> as you can and me to be dressed just as normal. Cause you be- know, I'm not into dressing up <laughs> and, and we can put out some video content. Just see what we can get <laughs> yeah. into. You know, can I make a, uh, like a cardboard box and tin full suit of armor? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Or, or this would also be pretty cool. What if you dress as like a star Wars character? <laughs> Yeah. Like walking in there like Darth Vader. <laughs> yes. I think that would be great, right? <laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> we could just 
We could just interview people or whatever, you <laughs> yeah. know, and talk to them and see what's up with it. Anyway, so we need a videographer, <laughs> yes. and we also need someone to plan all this out because Tiny and I are not going to do it <laughs> right. and force us to do this because I think we're it could really, be amazing content. I feel like we shine when we're just in front of a mic. Sure, right. Riffing. Yeah. No preparation. Oh, absolutely. No nothing. That's how we built our show, <laughs> right? Is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, back to Sailor Boy. <laughs> back to Mohammed Asia here. Anyway, Cinco de Mayo, he joined the crew. <laughs> the oh, MV and down a rabbit on. trail. His text from an aircraft on the tarmac, on the tarmac at Cairo Airport was brief. He that just would said, be Cairo, by the way, just yeah, in case. Too. Yeah, Cairo <laughs> is a syrup. <laughs> is that in California? <laughs> <laughs> Cairo is a syrup of molasses, I think. Relief joy. Then came a voice message. How do I feel like I finally got out of prison? I am finally going to be rejoined with my family. I am going to see them again. This is because he was stuck on that boat for four years. Wow. It marks the end of an ordeal, which has taken its toll on his physical and mental health. He was, after all, condemned to a life without power, sanitation, or company. It began on July 2017 when the MV Armand was detained at the Egyptian port of and oh. come on, come on with it, <laughs> Adiba, Adaba. I, I think that's right, Adabaya, something, Adabaya. <laughs> yeah, the cargo ship was held because it had expired safety equipment and classification certificates. You know, I yeah, guess the you, Egyptian. You uh, can't be rolling through the Suez just willy nilly. You <laughs> yes. might get trapped in the middle say, of it. It's not it up. It's not OSHA, but whatever Egypt's version yeah, of OSHA right. is, they're going to cr- clamp down on that. It should have been easy enough to resolve, but the ship's Lebanese contractors failed to pay for fuel, and the MV Amman's owners in Bahrain were in financial difficulty. With the ship's Egyptian captain ashore, he's just like, peace out. Hey, guys, <laughs> yeah. going to get a bite to eat. <laughs> yes. like, I need to pick up a pack of smokes. And I'm never coming <laughs> back. Right. A local court declared Muhammad the ship's chief officer and the MV Amman's legal guardian. So Egyptian court here has now said, hey, you're the dude in charge. Yeah. You know, right. You're you the guy. You can't leave the ship. Muhammad, who was born in the Syrian Mediterranean port of Tartus, says that he wasn't told that what the order meant, and he only found out months later as the ship's other crew members started to leave. So, wow, he's just—he's been put in charge, but he don't even know he's yeah. in charge. And slowly, one by one, all the Everybody's rest of the crew is home. like leaving. <laughs> Four years. Life and death passed Muhammad by. He watched his ship sailed past in and out of nearby of the nearby Suez Canal. During the recent blockage caused by the giant container ship Ever Given, he counted dozens of ships waiting for the traffic jam to ease. He has even seen his brother, a fellow seafarer, sail past more than once, like waving wow. at him. <laughs> so it sucks to be you. Yeah, right. Hey, <laughs> What's buddy. Up, bro? <laughs> you missed Thanksgiving. <laughs> The brothers spoke on the phone, but they were too far apart to even wave. Uh, on August of 2018, he learned that his mother, a teacher responsible for his excellent English, had passed away. And that was his lowest point while he was on the ship. He says, sure. I seriously considered ending my life. By August 2019, he was alone except for the occasional guard and trapped on a vessel with no diesel and consequently no power. Because remember... They've already said that the owners of this vessel couldn't pay for fuel, right. so he's just he's just stuck there. He's like being on a giant cave, I guess. I don't know, floating cave, maybe. 
He was legally obligated to stay aboard, and he was unpaid, demoralized, and feeling increasingly unwell, which, if I'm not getting paid, yeah, like, well, I'm leaving. Well, what, right? if, what if your options are stay and not get paid or get off and go to an Egyptian jail? Well, no, I don't know what Egyptian jail's like. But I don't either. I bet you have power there. Probably. <laughs> Probably. But uh, still. I, yeah. I mean, either way, you're stuck one way or the other, right? He said that at night, it was like, you know, being in a grave, that you couldn't see anything and you couldn't hear anything. It was just pitch black, almost like he was sleeping in a coffin. In March of 2020, a storm blew the Amman off its anchorage, and the ship drifted five miles eventually running aground a few hundred meters from the shoreline. It was terrifying at the time, but Muhammad thought it was an act of God because now he was able to swim ashore right. every few days, buy food, and recharge his phone. Wow. So <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't even leave. I mean, his ship had to get blown away right. and run aground somewhere for him to leave. But don't you think he was getting food at some point in time, right? Well, I mean, I don't know. I just, in my mind, I imagine there's just like a huge stash yeah, of sea think, rations yeah, somewhere, you, and he's stuck yeah. eating that. But I would think that ain't four years worth, you know? Well, yeah, but, I mean, there's a whole crew. Now he's the yeah. only guy, That's so I guess point. there's more rations than yeah. normal. I don't know. Wow. I tell you what, if this happened in Alabama, you I, churches would probably bring you Oh some yeah. Food. Oh, yeah. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. talk about Samaritan's Purse showing up. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Fried chicken and casseroles, yeah. you probably wouldn't be so bad. Well, I mean, the silver lining of this is, uh, you know, he's in the Guinness Book of World Record for having the strongest forearms now, <laughs> you know? And I think that's, that's uh, you know, one consolation he can have after this. Like Popeye the Sailor <laughs> Yeah, he he's looks like Popeye. Everybody <laughs> wondered what happened with Popeye's. That's exactly right. Well, yeah. Did you see his girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Olive oil. <laughs> I know all about his girlfriend. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't have imagined. I know. You know, it, for the first little bit, I'd probably be happy. Like mm -hmm. nobody's bothering me. You know, <laughs> yes. I'm cool. I can run around the ship. I'm, I'm having all the fun in the world. And, and then, then the battery on your phone runs right. out. Yeah, let's say. <laughs> yeah. And then you're done. And Not fun you just anymore. have to sit there all day, every day. The article goes on to say that this is not a unique experience, that uh, seafarer abandonment is actually on the rise. Wow. According to the International Labor Organization, there are more than 250 active cases around the world where crews are simply left to fend for themselves. It says 85 new cases are, were reported in 2020, which is twice as many in the previous year. Wow. So, Well, maritime law is kind of weird anyways, <laughs> right, yeah. you know, but that's wild. Imagine, I mean, I guess you're just so far in debt yeah. that you're just like, oh, well, yeah, we're, gonna... <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Old Muhammad's got the hell, and we're good to go. We're, we're shutting it down over here in Lebanon. Yeah, that's wild. It's such a strange, because, again, if I'm not getting paid, and this is coming from an American mindset, I'm like, if I'm not getting paid, why do I have to stay on this right. road? I'm leaving. That's what I'm saying. I'm not know? an employee. I'm not drawing a check anymore. <laughs> right. Nobody's paying me. Yeah. We'll have like, uh, there's like a seagull over there. And I'm like, hey, you're the captain, bud. Here's your little hat. Here's the key. Well, yeah, like, you're in charge. I, I don't know. It's, it's wild. But uh, what do you do? It know. says after all this, he's also, because, you know, I actually did read this article. Yeah. Uh, he's actually 
hasn't decided to abandon yeah, he's going his back. career. Right. Yeah, he's going to go see his family, spend some time with them, and then he says he wants to pick up where he left off and go right on with the life of a seafarer. Yeah. So. Well, a sailor life's for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. You might want to ask if you can see some financials any companies you work with in the future. You want to go with a good, solid company. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, not just your average uh, shipper or whatever. (laughs) You want to go with a well-established company, I guess. I don't know. I assume you'd know a little bit about the business, especially since you've been sitting there for four years watching ships go by. You'd be like, well, that one's got a lot of ships running. I want to work for it. You know? <laughs> yes. like, it seems like they're doing pretty good. <laughs> this other one, I only see one every once in a while. So maybe yeah. not. they're not getting enough cash flow in. Don't care how good the benefits are. Yeah. Let's talk about another, uh, another employee situation. Mm-hmm. I think Dapper Dan put this one up in the group too. Oh, wow. I think. I don't know. Maybe if he didn't, he's getting all the credit for it. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, Italian hospital employee is accused of skipping work for 15 years. Oh, snap. 15 years. <laughs> um, a hospital employee in Italy has been accused of skipping work on full pay for 15 years, local media report. The man is alleged to have stopped turning to, up to work uh, at the hospital in a southern city of Cantazaro in 2005. He is now being investigated for fraud, extortion, and abuse of office, Italian news agency ANSA reports. He was reportedly paid uh, 464 pounds, the equivalent of 464 pounds. This is a BBC story. Mm -hmm. In the total over the years, uh, he is thought to have not been working. That's 400,000, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, 400,000, sorry. Wow. Six managers at the hospital six managers at the hospital are also being investigated in connection with the alleged absenteeism. Hmm. The arrests are a result are a result of a lengthy police investigation into absenteeism and suspected fraud in the Italian public sector. The employee was a civil servant and was assigned the job uh, at the hospital in 2005. It was at this point he stopped going to work, police said. <laughs> That's a very American move of him yes. by, for a civil servant, you know? Like, what's that movie, Office Space? Yes. Where he just quits yes. going? Right. No. <laughs> That's a great movie, by the way. It is. I've seen that movie. That's a movie we've seen. We've both seen. Great movie. Funny from the front to the back. Mm-hmm. I mean, all, every part of it's funny. Anyways, the police have also accused him of threatening his manager to stop her from filing a disciplinary report against Uh, him. Oh, okay. That manager later retired, police added, and his ongoing absence was never noticed by her successor or by the Human Resources Department. So nobody at any point said, hey, why why are we paying? Outside of the first manager that he threatened, (laughs) you know, I'll kill you and your family or whatever. Yeah. I'm Uh, not going to come to work and you're not going to say crap. Yeah. And you're not, if you want your little dog to survive, you're not (laughs) going to say anything, you know? Right. But yeah, as the subsequent manager, you would think somewhere, somebody would go, uh, hey, where's Bob? You know, like he's supposed to, this, whatever it is, this flows to him, you know? I don't know how things are in Italy, but maybe it's just such a big organization well, that who's ever in charge of the money is just, he just assumed, oh, I guess he shows up. Well, I mean, Tiny, 
I hate to say it, but this is what you get with socialized medicine. You know, this <laughs> you is exactly what you get. Employees that never come They's in. never come and nobody ever knows. And all the managers don't care about it. If this is a private organization, they're watching their P's and Q's and want to know where every penny goes. Because it's for profit. Because it's for profit. <laughs> right. That's right. It's for profit. It's not about saving anybody. It's for making a dollar, right? Well, I tell you what. I mean, $400,000 or pounds. Yeah. I'm assuming that's in the neighborhood. Somewhere around half a million dollars. Yeah, right. Hope he saved back some money for a lawyer. Well, also half a million dollars for fifteen years. I mean, that's like what maybe a thirty-five thousand dollar a year job. Yeah, it's not a it's not great pay, right? But for for, for not he even may anything, have been working another job, yes. you know, during that time, <laughs> he may have been working that's, another job. That's pretty good money to not do jack squat. <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> according to my friends on Facebook, we got people on welfare making that much here in the U.S., but I don't, I don't believe that. But right. that's what they say. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, it's just wild. So, but I mean, if you if you're not going to work and you're getting a, a paycheck anyway, I would imagine that would be hard yeah. to just. Start coming because it's the yeah, just right show thing. Up. <laughs> yeah. just start. Up. I mean, you're like, well, I've been getting, hey, five years. <laughs> I'm I'm still drawing a paycheck. They ain't found right. out yet. Yes, it you, does. It doesn't make much sense to to call them and report right. myself. You know. You know, he made it to like probably the six month mark, and he's like, all right, I'm good. Nobody knows. <laughs> you know. <Yes. laughs> like, Every other day, he was lining up an excuse for when they call. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I've been I hurt my back at home or whatever. <laughs> Probably about six months. He's like, man, these people are eating. Nobody knows. (laughs) Like, I'm in the clear. I'm just gonna chill out all day or whatever. I would have picked up a second job, you know. (laughs) And Mario, he better keep his mouth shut. What he should have did is maybe apply. Well, I don't guess you could do that. Payroll would probably the HR department probably pick it up and say, if he could apply at the hospital under another position and get hired, and then draw two paychecks (laughs) for the same one. And then he's like, well, I'm showing up to work every day, you know? <laughs> or whatever you ever got his holiday pay. Oh, no. <laughs> or like like vacation, yeah, you know? Right. I like, he's get like merit raises and stuff like, along the way. I didn't take any vacation last year, so I just want to get paid. <laughs> right. Y'all, you just, know. y'all just put that on my last check. I need y'all to just pile that vacation <laughs> I never took. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're like going through. It's like, well, he had excellent marks on his employee evaluations every year. <laughs> like, man, these managers are idiots. All right. Well, our next story here. How about this headline? Woman finds tracking device on car. Louisiana State Police want it back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love this episode of True Detective. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is comes from Baton Rouge. A woman who was recently arrested for drugs said that she found a tracking device on her vehicle over the weekend. She said she watched law enforcement officers place it on her car on Friday. Okay. She watched him put it there. Okay. The device was found under the passenger side of her car. It's a black box with a lithium battery inside and a large magnet. Uh, Tira Beverly said that she was arrested last month on serious drug charges. Okay. On Wednesday, she said five law enforcement officers who identified themselves as state troopers showed up at her door asking about somebody that she knew. I'm assuming this is the one that they really want to get. Yeah, right. They arrested Tisha here, yeah. but they're really going after this guy. It's Tierra. Yeah, that well, okay, Tierra. The lady deserves respect. She's arrested on serious <laughs> drug charges. <laughs> the person, the unnamed person they're after wasn't there, but she said that she filed an internal affairs complaint against the troopers over the way they handled her that evening. Okay. As you do. Sure. <laughs> 
Two days later, she said that she saw some men in her gated apartment complex hovering around her car. One day later, she said that she noticed the tracking device. I instantly panicked, she said. I didn't know if it was a bomb, but then I did find out that it was a tracker. Okay, now, if your first thought is it's a bomb, you're hanging around the wrong crowd anyway. <laughs> right, I just want to point that out, Tierra. <laughs> you're hanging around the wrong crowd. Also, you see a, a group of people just hanging around your car. You don't give your car just a once-over well, before you get in and drive off. I mean, at, the very, I, at the very least, I want to make sure they didn't take anything. In my right? car, if I see a group of people hanging around my car, I automatically unlock the doors and hope they steal it. <laughs> Like, just take it with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I, it's fine with me. Yeah. Yeah. Thought I was going to pass this off to my son, but no. no he got, no, a, new he car. got a new car. <laughs> and I was still driving this honk of junk, <laughs> which desperately needs power steering fluid. I still haven't gotten power steering fluid. Was it back in the 70s they used to... Uh... Like tear up a car with a sledgehammer and charge people five bucks a swing. Yes, that's right. That's what we should do. That might not be a bad promo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. I remember they had one of those at the National Guard Armory in Fayette. One oh, did time. they? Yeah. When I was real young, you yeah. know, I went and watched people do it. Yeah. No. Anyway, she says, uh, not trusting law enforcement, she reached out to the NAACP. Eugene Collins said that state police contacted him Monday demanding the return of the device, which okay. that sounds a little brazen to me. Yeah. <laughs> you put a tracker on your car, all, and, now, and now you're yeah. demanding that you have it. That you get I would it have back. denied all knowledge, but yeah. okay. They asked me to return the box, Colin said. It could make the situation more difficult for me. So they're saying, hey, you know, if you, you're going to make your situation worse right. if you don't give us back the tracker sure. that we put on your car. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Without your permission. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or a warrant, I'm yeah. guessing. Well, maybe they probably had a warrant. But I guess so. The WBRZ investigative unit found the device attached to a pole across the street from McKinney Middle School. State police issued the following statement. Upon speaking with our detectives, this is part of an ongoing investigation involving Ms. Beverly and a suspect with federal warrants. Again, this is the guy they're really after. Sure. As part of the investigative process, a warrant was obtained for the surveillance equipment. Upon the conclusion of the investigation, further information will be available regarding charges and investigative documents. With few answers about why the tr- what the tracker was for, well, I mean, obviously they're following you around. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I, I mean, I know <laughs> that you've been indicted on serious drug charges and everything, Miss Beverly, but it's clearly for tracking. I mean, you know? they're asking you about this other person. <laughs> right. They want to know. know where he's at. Yeah. They're putting a tracker on your car. Yeah. They want you to lead them <laughs> to, to him. him. Right. <laughs> That's what's happening. Him or her. Yes. It could be a her. It yes. could be. Statistically, Probably a crime male. Is, is more of a man's game. Yeah, but more, it's more men in prison than women. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it is possible. I mean, I would I would like to see our society progress and and get more women involved in sure. crime. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, equal opportunity <laughs> yes. for all. Really, you know. <laughs> I mean, talk about the dark ages. Yeah, your goodness. right. Why yeah. can't a woman run a successful crime syndicate? Yeah, how many cartels are run by women? <laughs> Have Come you on. ever seen Cocaine Cowboys? Uh-uh. Oh, you should check that out. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Colin says that this is Bush League. The sure. fact that a young woman can see you doing something like this means you're not very good at it. I agree with Which that. Which I agree with, yeah. yes. No, you should be a lot slicker about doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, First of all, 
kind of alarming. The state can just put a tracking device on your car. To me, right? You know, now I'm sure all the uh, we back the blue people think it's perfectly good while they fly their don't tread on me flags too. Well, the which feds. are <laughs> antithetical to each other, but whatever. I was about to say the feds have a tracker in your pocket, right? Yeah, now, I know. So. I know they can do that. <laughs> I don't like that either, <laughs> right? But it, it, you know what? I can I can either get rid of a phone. And not have angry birds. Sure. Or I can just put up with the fact that the Fed tracks me all the time. Well, I feel like if you're not doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have a whole lot to worry about there. You know, like, if, what do they want to know that I go to Publix and pick up groceries <laughs> and come back home and then go to work? You know, that's true. It just bothers me that, and again, this is my opinion, but if that's not unwarranted search and seizure, sure. You know, what no, is? no, no, that's, I got you. I mean, the, the, the federal government is, we, and we all know this. Right. We're all cool with them just blatantly breaking the Bill of Rights. <laughs> sure. Because well, they're after I'm the sure, terrorists, you know. Yeah. I'm sure when we were all fired up over the Patriot, Patriot, <laughs> Act, Patriot Act, we didn't think about the fact that it was going to lead to that, you know? Right. But uh, for them to come and put a tracking device on your car, <laughs> you know, yes. that seems a little over the line to me. <laughs> right. Now, I got it. You know, like, hey, this you're wanting to catch this other bad guy, and mm-hmm. she's in cahoots with that person. I get it, but uh, would it just be easier to follow her? You know, right? I don't know. Well, it probably would be easier to have a tracker because yeah. sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's, you know, you lo- they lose you. So I had an employee once who got arrested on some drug charges. I had several that got arrested <laughs> on some drug charges, but this one in particular. Uh, I'm at home one day. He went, I may have told the story. I don't know. He went by one name, but he had a first, he went by his middle name, mm-hmm. and, but he had a first name that was the same as mine, John. Well, I'm at home one day and I get a call from the store and they're like, Hey, there's a policeman here and he wants to know what this guy's social security number is. And I'm not sure if I can give that out to him or not. Right. Well, you talked to the detective and I was like, sure. So I thought he was like, hey, we we can't find this guy in our system, <laughs> you know, and he's t- called him by his middle name. We just need his social security number so we can look him up. And I'm like, well, first of all, I'm just talking to somebody on the phone, you know, like yeah. I, I have no idea who you are and I'm not willing to turn over that information to someone uh, who's a who's just as claiming to be a police officer to a probably stoned person working behind the counter and to me all the way at my house in Northport. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not willing to do that. And he's like, so you're not willing to aid in this uh, investigation? And I was like, well, sir, I'm not a detective. Shouldn't you be doing some detective work to figure out what you need to figure out? I'm not handing you everything for this guy. He's are done you, nothing you, wrong to me. Are you telling me you are unwilling to come down here and aid me yeah, in the right. creation of these sandwiches? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I was, so it all turned out that they were just like searching him by the raw, like not by his legal name or whatever. Right. They couldn't find him and they, you know, mm-hmm. to do whatever they needed to do to him. But anyways, so I, I was just like, man, what's, you seem kind of like bad at your job <laughs> yes. if you're having to ask me to get this information. I'm not Spider-Man, okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not out there doing good for no reason, right. because my uncle was killed by a carjacker. <laughs> yeah. like, I just don't. I just don't get why you're asking me for that. Like you have the entire weight of the government behind you. Can't you figure this out on your own? Yes. You know, like, why do you need me, the lowly sandwich maker, right. to step up right. and do your job for you? Yeah. Like, man, this seems weird. And just to say, you could be some random dude who walked in off the street. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't know. 
I was like, well, if you want to talk to me about it tomorrow, you know, I'll be there. He never showed back up. I guess he was just mad at me or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe they figured it out that afternoon. I don't know. I was like, why don't you call him? Like, you arrested him at his house. You know where he lives. Yeah. You know, like, just go to his place. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so let's talk about another felonious activity. Oklahoma woman is charged with a felony for not returning a VHS tape 21 years ago. Ooh, is this uh, the story hit a little close to home? It does. It does. <laughs> I'd say I tightened up a little bit when I saw the headline. Uh, Norman, Oklahoma. This is out of Norman, home of... Uh, the University of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So, a former Oklahoma resident is facing felony embezzlement charges. Felony embezzlement seems a little steep. Now, this may be because I'm involved in something that could potentially do that. I don't know if I told that at a patron show or not, or on the regular show, but I've, I got banned from Blockbuster once. Short story. <laughs> I can't admit to anything more given this story. She's felony embezzlement charges for not returning a VHS tape rented in Norman more than two decades ago. Online documents show Karen McBride is a wanted woman for never returning Sabrina the Teenage Witch on VHS tape in 1999. (laughs) That sounds like something Karen would be watching. (laughs) Deidre Long loved Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, really? Oh, watched every episode of it. (laughs) What about the the new Netflix series? I think she started it and just couldn't get into it Mm -hmm. because it wasn't as cool or whatever. I don't know. All I remember is there was a talking cat that was told all the jokes in the show. Yeah. So I, I don't remember much else about it. The first thing she told me, uh, the first thing she told me was felony embezzlement. So I thought I was going to have a heart attack, McBride said. I would imagine that's a serious charge yeah, to hear. No, you're like, whoa, what Wait have I done? Minute, what? McBride said she first learned about the charges when trying to change her name on her license after getting married in Texas. I went to change my driver's license during this COVID thing. You had to make an appointment. And so I sent them an email and they sent me an email and they told me that I had an issue in Oklahoma and that this was the reference number for me to call. And uh, and I did. So McBride said the number was to the Cleveland County DA's office where a woman told her about the charges filed against her. The DA's office. Yeah, right. She told me it was over the VHS tape and I had to make her repeat it because I thought (laughs) this is insane. This girl is kidding me, right? But she wasn't kidding, McBride said. Online documents show McBride was charged with felony embezzlement of rented property in March of 2000. McBride told Fox 25 Tuesday that she doesn't remember ever renting the movie. (laughs) I had lived with a young man. This was over 20 years ago. He had two kids, daughters that were 8, 10, or 11 years old, and I'm thinking he went and got it and didn't take it back or something. Now, this is why oh, you, she's passing the, the blame. This uh, To all y'all Philistines out there, this is why you don't live in sin like this, okay? <laughs> I have never watched that show in my entire life. It's just not my cup of tea, she said. Meanwhile, I'm a wanted felon for a VHS tape. <laughs> Documents show the renter, the movie was rented at Movie Palace in Norman, which is no longer open. <laughs> movie Palace. <laughs> the Cleveland County Accessors Office said the record showed the business closed down in 2008. Ed Blau of Blau Law Firm told Fox 25 Tuesday that even though there's technically no victim in the case because of the business closure, Cleveland County could still prosecute the case because charges and a warrant were filed against McBride. 
I mean, I didn't try to deceive anyone over Samantha, the teenage witch, I swear, <laughs> McBride said. Can she not get in touch with the former owner of Palace Video? I have no idea. And just say, hey, can you drop the charges? Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very sorry. I will pay for the video. So McBride said that over the last 20 years, she's been let go from several jobs without being given a reason why. <laughs> she told Fox 25 now it all makes sense. Charges. <laughs> I don't know. Like, unless they're having to do like a, a a background check while she's already working there. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Maybe she just sucks at her job and this is how she's coping well, with that. Maybe, but I mean, does it say what she does? She could be no. like a paralegal or something. Don't they mm-hmm. kind of? I have no idea. Do background checks on folks. I would imagine if you work for a company and you were like going to go with a a client, they could say, well, in order to do business with you, you must do background checks on all your, you know, we don't want to do business with a company that has sex offenders or something like that. I had to get a background check to volunteer for VBS. Yeah, no, yeah, the church church will make you get a background Mm -hmm. check. Had some people get mad about that once. (laughs) Had somebody that that couldn't pass one. Oh, yeah? Well, Well, I didn't even know about that. That's what I heard. It could have been me. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's I think that's a good move for the yeah, church good, to do. By the way, absolutely, especially working around kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, he said, she said, this is why because when they ran my criminal background check, all they're seeing is those two words, felony embezzlement. She said. Um, said so we reached out the news people here at OKCFox.com reached out to Cleveland County District Attorney's Office on Tuesday to ask about McBride's case. On Wednesday, the DA's office said after reviewing McBride's case, they've decided to dismiss it. So back to life for normal, just getting fired for regular reasons now. (laughs) Oh, um, I'm very curious about who can pass a background (laughs) check now. We'll discuss that (laughs) off air. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, I may have a warrant out there for me that I don't know about. (laughs) I periodically have went online on the Tuscaloosa County Sheriff's Department. You can search to see if warrants or mm-hmm. for who warrants are. There's none out for me in my name that I know of in Tuscaloosa County. So You haven't seen my name on there, have you? I've never searched your name <laughs> okay. to know, but I figured, you know, might have wrote a bad check back in college <laughs> or something, and that might come bounce back on me or something like that. Right. Well, our next story here, the headline, a couple married and divorced four times in a span of 37 days so that they could take advantage of a honeymoon leave loophole all right. in Taiwan. All right. Which, first of all, honeymoon <laughs> leave sounds amazing. I wish the U.S. would adopt that. They Seriously. Yeah. Okay, two things. Absolutely, we need leave of absence for honeymoons. Yeah, sure. Number two, we need to just call it sex leave. <laughs> just, <laughs> yes. Well, just call it that. You get a week of sex leave every year, right? <laughs> Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah, right. You talk about boosting morale in the workforce. <laughs> yes, that's it. Not like, to mention your population. Now, <laughs> if you and your significant other, they have to be taken at the same time, and right. guarantee they're ha- you have to have sex during it. Otherwise, you lose <laughs> your benefits in the future. All right, I don't know how we're going to ensure that, yeah. but I want just for my benefit. I want to ensure <laughs> that. Perfect. Yeah. Right. I would just do it with a three-day weekend. Well, you know, here in America, we're just so far behind the rest of the world. That's right. We don't have anything like this <laughs> no, yet. No. But apparently in Taiwan, there is a couple who got hitched last April, but they found that an unexpected way to benefit from their nuptials, not by purchasing budget decorations or by snagging venue deals, but by gaming the system to get free vacation days. 
The South China Morning Post reported Wednesday that in 37 days, the couple, who were not named in the documents, married four times and divorced three times, exploiting a loophole in Taiwan's labor laws under which an eight-day sex leave is provided for newlyweds. <laughs> Look, uh, true love waits, Tiny. All right. Hey, buddy, he was going to make the most of it. Yeah. <laughs> the bank refused to approve the man's leave claims, though, according to the New York Times. He took the case to the Taipei City Labor Department, which ended up finding the bank 20000 NT, whatever that is, their currency sure. over there. It's about $710 because I just know that. Sure. For violating uh, leave regulations. Well, that's where he messed up. You know, <laughs> right. like, you can't escalate the situation if you're trying to game it, if right? They, if they got you, yeah. you need to be like, uh, okay. You just take your lumps and, and go back to work, right? Maybe we got enough. Maybe we'll have to take back a set of China or something <laughs> to like make that up. The fine on the bank was revoked last week when the head of the Taipei City Labor Department said that the city would re-examine the regulation and prevent the loophole from being exploited again. According to the Chinese media outlet Sohu, the duo first married on April 6, 2020. Uh, they should have gone went ahead and got married on April 1st. Sure. Because that would have yeah. been a great April Fool's Day prank. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> They divorced 10 days later on the 16th. Then they got married a second time one day later on the 17th. I wonder if they were together the night of the 16th. <laughs> they better not, man. They'll go straight to hell. <laughs> and then they filed for a divorce again on April 28th. They repeated the cycle two more times, marrying finally for the final time on April 29th. No, no, no. I take that back. Then they divorced again. Hopefully for the last time on May 11th, and then they wed again for the final time on May 12th. Okay. Taipei Deputy Mayor Harang Shashan posted on Facebook that the Taiwanese Labor Bureau will need to reevaluate the sex leave policy to avoid it being abused in the oh, future. Oh, wow, man. He's ruined it for everybody. He ruined it for everybody. Everybody at his job is going to hate him. Hope now. it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> I mean... You you get eight days, and but you stretch that out to a whole month. Yeah, man. That's, uh, wow, greatest month. That's got to be the greatest the month. Life. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm sure for him it was worth it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's just probably kicked back, smoking a cigarette, sure. thinking, "I regret nothing." <laughs> no, yeah. Now <laughs> his new bride is probably like, "I wish he'd go back to work." You know. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to decorate this apartment. You know, <laughs> right. like, the only thing we moved in is a mattress and box spring. <laughs> uh, it says Taiwan is not the only place that provides a leave entitlement for newlyweds. Malta allows employees to take two days off. And in Vietnam and China, it is not uncommon for people to apply to take three days off of work when they get married. Heck yeah. So, well, great. Come on, Biden. Get on that. <laughs> we need right. American sex leave. <laughs> um, I mean, I kudos might, to the dude, right? I might be tempted to divorce Tara just so I can remarry her and get my leave. <laughs> the problem is, like, if, if I were to be like, all right, Deidre, look, they pass a law and we get a honeymoon leave of, like, five days or whatever, let's get divorced. And Deidre be like, yeah. And so we file and get divorced. And she's like, Hey, you know what? I don't think I want to get remarried again. <laughs> right. like, okay, great. All right. Well, that's fine then. Because, you mean, I got some options out there. She don't know. You know, just uh, let her know. If, 
if uh, there's a lady with a mustache works at the gas station by work that really likes me. So <laughs> get a prenup. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, Deidre will take everything when she leaves. I'll be. I'll have my crappy car, and that's <laughs> it. Have your, your my Toyota have on. And my camping gear, and, <laughs> and this quote unquote podcast studio will turn into my crash pad. Because <laughs> I will have nowhere to live. And that's fine, you know. <laughs> yeah, I do have a love seat in my office. I could probably sleep on that. You know, we got a love seat in the garage. Oh yeah, did you buy it from SD Alley, you loser? <laughs> no. Okay, all right. Tara bought it uh, from some other lady that she knows on okay. Facebook. All right, and I'm not sure why. Okay, because she don't want to put it in the house. Oh, she just she just wanted to love, just seat. love it. Maybe she's gonna flip it, you know, and <laughs> turn it around. I. Oh, no. I'm not an advocate of buying used couches or love seats from people. Right. Just because I know the things I've done on couches and love seats <laughs> in my life. And I imagine other people have done the same things, and I don't want to be sitting on that. <laughs> so just think about that while you right. get any used furniture over at SD Allen. Okay? I guess it depends on on who the former owner was, right? Well, yeah. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. Well, let's talk about another guy. A genius, really. A hero in our time. Okay. Okay. Japanese man is arrested after dating 35 women at the same time in a bid to get birthday presents. <laughs> nice. There's a picture of him in the article. A Japanese man uh, named Takashi Magagawa, uh, who's a part-time worker, is being investigated for allegedly defrauding dozens of women by pretending he was serious about each of their relationships and receiving hundreds of pounds of worth of gifts from them. They have laws for that over there. I guess so. It's <laughs> wild that they measure gifts in pounds, too. You know? <laughs> yes. They just weigh them all. Yeah, like, like, this clock radio weighs 2.2 <laughs> pounds. You know? I mean, video games aren't that heavy. <laughs> <laughs> he was a part, apparently caught out when the women uh, caught out when the women joined forces to create a victims association after discovering his extensive infidelity and reported him to police, according to local media. Well, I think infidelity is a little strong there. I mean, he wasn't married, No, right? he wasn't married. So, right. yeah. yeah. Oh, you better put a ring on it. That's what I Beyonce mean, said. Look, I'm sorry, yeah. but these women, I'm I'm sorry it happened to you, but you got got. Yeah, right. Okay? I mean, sometimes you just got to sit back and go, that, uh, he got one on me. <laughs> Be smarter. Yeah. Okay. Among the claims is that he gave each woman a different date for his birthday, ensuring a constant stream of gifts throughout the year. Nice. Dude is a genius. <laughs> One 47-year-old woman reportedly thought his birthday was on February 22nd. Another, age 40, was told it was in July, while another 35-year-old uh, believed his birthday was in April. In total, he allegedly received about a hundred thousand yen worth of gifts from these women, including a two hundred yen, two hundred dollar yen suit. Man, Migigawa, who is from the Kansai region, allegedly began his dating spree while working for a marketing company selling shower products. Look, this is the dude you want in charge of your marketing department, right here. <laughs> He is accused of targeting at least 35 single women through his work, allegedly pretending to each that the relationship was serious and saying he wanted to spend his life with them. I mean, he ain't the first dude to do that, right? <laughs> well, he, he probably did, just not them exclusively. Yeah, right. No, he wanted them gifts to keep coming. <laughs> yes, he, he does want to spend his life with you, just not only you. 
uh, a report by NBS News included photographs apparently showing him with women in different locations, such as parks and a restaurant. Uh, police were report are reportedly investigating to find out whether any other women were taken in by his alleged serial dating scheme. <laughs> the story elicited mixed responses online, with one reader commenting that he's an awful person, but I envy his time management skills. <laughs> I mean, the dude's a legend, you know? I mean, I know he's going to get in some trouble for this, but he is a legend. Wait, what was that guy's name? Takashi Migagara. I need a t-shirt that says, I dated Takashi. And I'm like, that was this lousy t-shirt. Look, I mean, he was, he had himself set up. To keep all of it separate for that long, Yeah. It first of all, proves he's a genius, okay? That he can keep everybody away with a schedule and all that. And then to get the gifts from them, I mean, that's just icing on the top. Uh, along with everything else, he was getting along the way, too. You know? <laughs> right. Uh, I'm proud of him in a way, you know? Now, I wouldn't want anybody doing this with my daughter, You're of right. course. I would probably go kill him. You know, just mm-hmm. bullet right in the brain. It's fine. I'll go to jail for the rest of my life. I've probably only got a good 20 years left anyways. <laughs> so, I'm fine with that. But anyways, he's... It's impressive. Yeah, it's so wild that you can get in trouble for that, though. Like, legal yeah. trouble for that. I mean, they're saying that they're charging him with fraud. Yeah. But... Look, I frauded my wife into marrying <laughs> me. You know? Like, I really... Any guy that's married has frauded the woman at some point in time, right? right. Like, I made Dieter think I was like going to be a successful person in life. <laughs> but somehow... You know, well, that you're didn't work Mead, so. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's mainly because she went full time. We got extra income, but whatever. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. I've been very blessed in life. Uh, very blessed. Uh, you know what else has been well, blessed? You know, you say blessed. I say privileged. <laughs> sure. Well, look, I'm going to tell you what. If you say lucky at church, you will get shouted down when you've been blessed. You know? <laughs> right. Like, that's always bothered me. People, I'll be like, man, I was pretty lucky. No, you're blessed. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, I get it. We're we're debating semantics here. Okay, don't get offended. You can, usually you can get away with the term fortunate. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I've tried to work more blessed into my vocabulary because mm-hmm. I used to say lucky a lot, mm-hmm. and then I, you know, people get so offended. Well, not really people, like boomers would gotcha. get offended about it. You know, normal people would be like, "Yeah, I get what you're saying, man." Mm-hmm. You know. Anyways, let's talk about Cajun Curl. Let's talk about it. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, where you can order their spice on CajunCurl.com, which is exactly what I just said. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Um, Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice will change your life. I mean, it's like dating 35 different women at once. (laughs) (laughs) Or getting a honeymoon leave. (laughs) On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes there that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own on the website, and if your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it is available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, Mark Smart in downtown Northport, South's Finest Meats, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace Boulevard in Northport, Alabama. 
All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl by You Blend Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Amen. All right, John, you want to do some voicemails? Sure. We uh, that, Now, that's voicemails plural. Okay. We All right. have two this week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> two of them. Yes. It's a record. Our first one comes from Nicole. Great. Hey, guys. It's Nicole from California. I'd say that you guys convinced me to call in, but really, <laughs> it was Jacqueline. Um, so I'm calling in so she's not alone, especially after I um, <laughs> convinced her to go on a uh, hiatus from social media for Lens. I guess it's the least I can do. <laughs> um, I don't really have too much to say other than great show, and I'm pretty sure that God did not inspire the artist who penned Jessica Rabbit. False. <laughs> but well, look, first, <laughs> we cannot discern the ways of God. You know? We'll hear you out, though. Uh, Hold on. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Omnipresent. Omniscient. <laughs> like, we can't discern the ways of God. Let's hear your argument before we waylay <laughs> your logic. All right. I mean, like, maybe we'll just have to ask him when we go to heaven. That's all I got. Thank you, guys. As usual, love the show. Okay. All right. I would say that all good things come from God. <laughs> now, every perfect gift is from above. Now, that said, people, sinful people, myself included, probably foremost among many others, we can take the good things of God and use them in a way that God did not intend them sure. to be used. Yeah, that's right. This is called perversion. That's true. But art is is inspired sure. by the creator, right? Well, people forget most of the greatest artworks of, of all time were part of early Christendom, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, I see no reason why Jessica Rabbit doesn't fit into that category. <laughs> yes. Right? I mean, Michelangelo and the guy who drew Jessica Rabbit. They're pretty much the same thing, <laughs> yeah, right? No, like, yeah. like, like right up there. Yeah, I mean, they're they're 1A and 1B, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Virtually no difference. No, Sistine Chapel, <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. Who framed Roger Rabbit. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's <laughs> art. <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> it's art. It's called art, Mom. <laughs> Perfect logic. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No. All right, and then we have our obligatory call from Jacqueline. <laughs> hey, John and Tiny, it's Jacqueline calling from uh, the beautiful north where we're actually getting... Uh, there's no more snow, so hooray. Um, great show. I, you know, I listened to the Where's the Grief episode, and it was, it was good. It was really good. Um, guys, your banter is great, and it was a great subject, and it was, it was nice. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um... John, you were talking about mattresses. Do you guys sell round mattresses? Is that even a thing? Because I've seen round beds, and I'm really interested in getting one for no particular reason. I just think they look cool. So do you guys have round mattresses, or would you be able to get a round mattress? Uh, Oh, yeah. John, you sneezed during the episode. I don't know if you noticed. And uh, Tiny, you did not say God bless you. (laughs) Whoops. I did uh, from my car. But um, that is 
that's a no-no. And I don't know if you've seen the movie Dogma, but if someone sneezes and you don't say God bless you, that's enough for an angel played by Matt Damon to smite you. So, Tiny, consider yourself smoke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, Tiny, also, I love what, I think it's adorable when Queen keeps barking in the background. And if you ever want to, you know, get rid of her, you can send her up to me. I'll take care of her. I love her. <laughs> so, I'm a little offended by Mike Lindell, the pillow guy. Not for the reason you would think, but because uh, on his platform he was banning the C word. I mean, I don't even think that that's a curse. Uh, I am a proud C word. Uh, that's right. I am a proud Canadian. Yeah, I said it. Uh, and finally, um, John, about the health inspector question. You absolutely answered it correctly um, because uh, in my past life, when I lived in Ontario, I was a health inspector in restaurants for six years. And I will tell you that absolutely that were the nicest to me were the ones that I would go out and help them accommodate them. If you were a not-so-nice person to me, I would go out of my way to make your life as miserable as I possibly could with the limited power that I had. So... Uh, it's great that you had a good relationship with yours, and I am happy to hear that. Uh, I haven't listened to the Patreon show yet, uh, so I haven't heard your story about Bass. I'm hoping you don't tell it, but if you do, um, I may have to call back to comment on it. But anyway, I hope you guys have a great week. It's lovely here, and I will talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Um, I do remember, I, I don't know... I'm not sure who Beth is. I don't remember that either. But I do remember you saying, ooh, remind me to tell a story in the Patreon oh, I remember section. saying that, but I don't remember what it was about and now. I, and we forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, well. That's, that's tough. I may have to go back and listen to that episode, <laughs> and maybe it'll trigger my memory. Yeah. Was uh, it about a Beth? I don't know. But uh, I was just going to say that Tiny, you're no longer my friend, and Jacqueline is my friend now because you didn't say God bless you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, round mattresses. Uh, we do not carry round mattresses. I don't know that we can get a round mattress made, uh, mm-hmm. but I have seen round beds too. Yeah. And uh, so someone out there makes them, and I'm sure if you wanted a round bed for whatever reason, um, then there has to be a place you could buy them from. Let's give that a quick Google. Okay. I like how you go from DuckDuckGo to <laughs> Google to Google something. Brown mattress. Ikea? They come from Ikea? Oh, yeah. It looks like you can get get them online at any place. Wayfair. Yeah. A low, low price of $1,600. That ain't bad. Depends on what it's what it's This got. one is a pod. How about that? <laughs> no, that's no fun. <laughs> That's going to be very restrictive. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I mean, round bed to me says one thing and one thing only, and that's swingers, right? <laughs> I mean, is that what that is? Sure, I would. I would imagine so. I was thinking maybe someone's into like Knights of the Round okay. cosplay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, our brains are working on two different wavelengths, but that's fine. Um, have you ever seen the movie Swingers? By the way. No. Oh, you should watch it. That's a great movie. <laughs> Is it one that's going to get me on the prayer list? Um, not for the reasons you think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's Vince Vaughn and John Favreau. I mean, it's a great movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You should watch that movie. I watched a movie with Vince Vaughn called uh, Clay Pigeons one time. Yeah. He was uh, killing people. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then his, I think his buddy was a 
It's been so long. I want, I think his buddy was a detective. Huh. And he was trying like not to catch him. Okay. But he was putting it out there pretty <laughs> pretty thick that he was the killer. Huh. But that could be totally wrong. It's been a while. All right. Well, what else we got going on? We got some text messages. Okay. This first text message comes from Goose. He says, hey, y'all, I'm sorry about not te- texting last week. I'm going to be honest, though. I thought about it. So it's the thought that counts, right? I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you for thinking about it. Anyways, concerning the conversation last week, or maybe two weeks ago, I don't know, but about y'all were complaining about standing for more than five minutes. It was a lot more than five minutes, oh, yeah, by no. the way. No, it was a lot. <laughs> it was five songs, okay? Uh, I found it absolutely hilarious. My church is quite horrible about standing. As we stand throughout the music, I'm assuming this is like every Sunday, they have to stand for the entire singing portion. Oh, well, I mean, keep going. It says, plus people love to get up and clap if they agree with what the pastor is preaching. Okay, so you're Pentecostal. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me you're Pentecostal without saying you're Pentecostal. (laughs) Yeah, we just put the hand up. (laughs) You might get a hand up, (laughs) which, (laughs) funny, this morning, the preacher, when they started singing one song, put his hand up at the beginning. I was like, you ain't going to make it the whole song. Like, we're, <laughs> we're on the first verse. That arm's going to get tired up there. And sure enough, by halfway through, you had to put it down. Oh, man. I was like, you got to wait till the till it really hits to get if that hand If he had been there. Moses, the Israelites would have lost that fight. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> well, I should have ran up there and held his arm up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's a Bible joke to all yeah, the non-believers out deep, here. That's a deep OT cut. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, it gets really tiring really fast, but the whole everyone praying at the same time, that's 100% my church. And I can confirm what Tiny said. I cannot concentrate on anything. But yeah, I have a few questions for y'all. First, as an Ohioan, I never understood the term carpetbagger. In school, we had them described as Northerners moving to the South to make money in the rebuilding of the South after the Civil War. I never understood what was wrong with that. Maybe y'all can explain it better. Also, I have a problem for y'all. The people who just play their music for everyone to hear in public spaces without using headphones are literally the worst kind of people in the world. It's incredibly annoying and quite frankly rude to me. That includes the people who FaceTime without headphones. It is one of my pet peeves and makes me want to walk up, take their phone, and throw it into a fire. So how does one deal with those types of people without losing their cool and winding up in prison for an assault charge? Great show as always, Goose. All right, do we want to start with carpetbaggers? Okay. (laughs) Do Do you know? Yes, but... I believe, I mean, again, just keep in mind, the South just lost a war. Sure. And there's people today who still don't think we really lost it. <laughs> and we were educated in the South. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there is a different slant on it. So, sure, I'm sure. So, I mean, that right there, I mean, well, but then you got you got people for, coming down from the North. It was probably seen by most Southerners as not so much they're coming down here to rebuild, but they're coming down here to take advantage. And that's, that's how it was perceived. Right. And, yeah. In a lot of cases, that's how it did because that's how the Reconstruction laws were mm-hmm. written. Right. Now, they got the term carpetbagger because they carried their luggage was in a bag that had what it was like a, a it was a material on the side. They called mm-hmm. it carpet bags. It's not carpet like this on your floor. 
you know, like shag or whatever, or Berber <laughs> or whatever kind of carpet you got on your floor. That's how they got the term as being yeah. carpetbaggers. So they showed up in the South with their with their bag in their hand. Mm-hmm. They had, it was a carpet bag. So like we called them carpet, or we uh, <laughs> Tiny's ancestors called them carpet baggers. Okay? My Irish ancestors. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Reconstruction uh, was is a very touchy subject, mm-hmm. you know, and in some ways the South is still feeling the effects of what happened in Reconstruction, and we kind of felt like, hey, we could do a lot better just on our own down here. We don't need y'all coming down here telling us what to do. Yeah, y'all just, you, you come hey. down here and you burn our cities <laughs> right, down, saying, yeah, and now you're going to come down here and charge us to rebuild <laughs> right. them. Hey, That's the sentiment that we're hey, talking about. You yeah. just destroyed uh, the entire <laughs> South. Hey, uh, Sherman built, burnt his way to the sea, you know? <laughs> yes. And now we're going to come down and say, all right, we, well, let us help you out here. <laughs> hey, you burned all our crops. That's bad for the white and the black people, okay? <laughs> right, yeah. Neither one of us have nothing to eat now. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways. Um, as far as people who play their music like they don't use headphones, that really annoys me too. Yeah. And I don't know about where, like how it is around him, but like for me, usually it's people over 50 that work down at the plant. Yeah. And I guess it's because they've just learned how to use a, a smartphone. <laughs> they just know they and, can get music on their phone. You know, yeah. They just know that they can watch yeah. YouTube. And I guess they just assume that all of us want to watch the same thing that yeah. they do. I don't know, but yes, yeah, it's, it's annoying, but I don't I have, know what I, you do. I feel like it's a problem more among the older folks yeah. with smartphones than like the younger generation. Yeah. I, I agree too. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just, I would just have a a comfort in my heart that those people will die before you. You know, <laughs> yes. that's the only thing you can do unless you want to have some sort of confrontation. <laughs> yeah, people with Bluetooth bother me. You know, Uh-oh. like Bluetooth headphones. That's me. Like, no, I'm talking about <laughs> Bluetooth and they're having a conversation with oh, somebody. Oh, they talk on it. Yeah. Because okay. that, because I always think they're talking to me and it gets me every time. You well, know? see, I just assume nobody's talking to me <laughs> and I'm usually right. But I'm always like, hey, oh, yeah, okay. And they're like, oh, that pointing at their ear. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. all right. You're one of those people. Okay. All right. <laughs> like, a- you can't have your hand to your ear for an extended amount of time or whatever. There's this dude at work. I was going into work last week and he waved at me and I waved back. Yeah. And then he hollered something like, what's up? And I was like, oh, nothing much. I thought he was waving me over. And uh-huh. so I walked over there to him and I was just standing there, you know, waiting for him to say something. I was like, hey, hey, plot, what's up? And he's like, he looks at me, he looks way over here and then he looks back like you're still standing here. And I'm like, <laughs> Were you waving at somebody behind me? <laughs> and he says, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I thought you were waving for me to come over here and talk to you." Yeah. So that I've was had that happen a few times you know? too. Yeah, people just like waving as the person behind you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So we got another text. We do. This one comes from Death Dealer. Okay. You know, we heard last week that what was it? The devil. The devil listens to our show. Sure. That's we right. Got, we got the Grim Reaper too. That's right. This is Death Dealer 5150. I enjoy listening to the podcast. I thoroughly enjoy the Ask John segment. Wow. That last episode on the extended version was intense and emotional, even for a dealer of death. I think one week we should have an Ask Tiny segment. Enjoy your week. Be seeing y'all soon. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's because we're fixing to pass away. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. It could be. It could be. Yeah. We're not promised tomorrow. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay. But, well, uh, I appreciate the feedback. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we do need to have an Ask Tiny segment. Yeah, I think we probably definitely should. How about, how about this? Yeah. Next week. Okay. We are going All to, questions of time. <laughs> we're going to briefly, for one week, is going to be ATA, Ask Tiny Anything. <laughs> okay. Now, it's going to be solely up to me whether I answer, I answer those All or right. not. I got some good questions to ask. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah. But you know what? I'll even change the name in the oh, the channel if I can do that. It'll be next week. Will be questions for me. Okay. And I've we've had a lot of response about the uh, the patron the, show we did. Yeah, the extra show. Grief. Yeah. So yeah, we have gotten a lot of positive feedback. A lot about of that, positive feedback, which so. is kind of surprising to me because <laughs> if I would have been listening, I'd have been like, "Man, this sucks," <laughs> you know, and turned glad, it off. Glad y'all enjoyed that. But so. you guys aren't making me laugh. You know? <laughs> right. I would have been much more harsh than everybody else has been. <laughs> so you should join the Patreon so you can hear that because everybody really loves it. You know. Yes. John told this hilarious story about the time he watched his brother die. <laughs> <laughs> yes hilarious <laughs> among other things too yes. that we will not even mention so there we go yeah uh, speaking of Patreon uh, if you would like to <laughs> donate to our patron you can do that that is patreon.com slash earth oddity we got a mason that's a member now by the we way we do we yeah. picked up some new uh, patrons and we are just going to go ahead and thank them right now as soon as I can pull it up on, on the website let's see here we go and those fine people are Mr. Daniel Hendrick, Mr. James White, Mr. Warsaw, okay, our newest patron. Yes, ominous yes. sounding. Ms. Angelo Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Uptograph, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Thomas Williams, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and... Mick Mike Will. Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. There we go. We thank y'all all so much for joining our Patreon. Our, and just, you know, it's, it blows my mind that there are people out there that think this show is good enough that they will actually uh, donate to the show sure. for extra content. Right. It blows me away. It really does. Me too, you mm -hmm. know. And uh, it, you know, me and Tiny aren't getting rich yet. <laughs> but but uh, that's coming. But it's coming. And it's coming because of people like that. Yes. And we'll bring you along with us, you know? <laughs> we will. I mean, don't take that as a guarantee of any monetary return though. But we'll uh, you know, we'll have an event where the OGs can help us out, you know, and come and and we'll maybe all take a vacation together or something. And you'll be able to tell all your friends, hey, I was listening to them like before they oh, were yeah. famous. Before we had an editor and kids screaming <laughs> yeah. it back when they had kids screaming in the background and dogs barking all the time. And no staff. <laughs> no staff at all. <laughs> What do you say we before we because we we got some questions. Speaking oh, of yeah. questions, we hadn't done that. Yeah, yet. we hadn't even done that. <laughs> yeah. So before we end the show, I kind of threw us off there, but let's ask no, John fine. some questions. That's a good throw a curveball every once in a while. <laughs> Somebody's probably fast forwarding through that segment. <laughs> and now it's time for ask John questions about stuff. Okay. Wow. There's a lot of stuff in here. We may not even make it all through. Well, we got to because it's Ask Tiny next oh, week. Oh, that's right. We have to. Better get started. First question comes from Nicole. Why are California king beds called California king? 
Okay, I covered this not long ago, right? Well, we talked about California King. We talked about the difference in them. And the difference California in them. King I'm not sure longer. how they got the name, though. Okay, now, I don't know for sure, but I think the guy who developed that mattress was from California. Okay. And he did it because he was like, you know, our homes are bigger and blah, blah, blah. They can have a bigger <laughs> mattress or whatever. So That kind of goes along with what Russell says go. Even though this is your segment, he said that the reason is because Californians are 75% more arrogant than the rest of the country. <laughs> Second only to New Yorkers, who are approximately 150% more arrogant. <laughs> okay. I like that. But then he, he went on to say that America is like the California of the world. Yes. Surpassed only by France, which is like <laughs> the New York of the world. <laughs> there we go. That's that's better than any response I could give. Yes. Uh, high five, Russell says, go. Raytheon asks, if we continue the thought from last episode, what other task would you pay to be on demand? Uh, like a professional cuddler, maybe a official staring contest judge or a good dog badge awarder for the good doggos in the shows? So what would I be willing to get paid? Other than professional cuddler. Right. Like what other kind of services would be good for someone to do, I suppose? Oh, there's the well, there's the age of the oldest profession on earth. <laughs> I feel like one. they've cornered the market, you know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, feel like they've cornered the market. Um, well, you know, they got grocery shoppers now that'll deliver stuff right to you. That's a big one. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. quite wealthy enough. Y'all sign up for the Patreon <laughs> to afford that every time I need groceries. Yeah. But that's the goal. The pickup is amazing. Just the going there and they bring it out to oh, you. Oh, yeah. That's that's good, too. That's Walmart good enough for me. That. Yeah. Kudos to Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves Walmart. <laughs> Stan asks, why are airplane why are airplane black boxes not black? Okay. I didn't know they weren't black. I didn't either. I've never seen one because mm-hmm. they're always looking through Rick. You know, like wreckage for them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they get burned black, and that's why they call them black boxes. I don't know. Maybe because you're listening to people's final moments. True. Right before they it's very die. dark, and that's why they're called black yeah. boxes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Probably a lot of cussing going on. You think? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, like a lot of. A lot of cussing. Or maybe, what's that? <laughs> what's this button do? Is that a mountain? <laughs> okay. That was Kobe's last words. <laughs> Rip. R.I.P. Kobe. That's so dark. <laughs> oh, snap. Um, if you replace any actor in any movie, who would you be in what movie? If I was to replace any actor in any movie... I would Steve Buscemi. That's my that's my guy. That's my celebrity lookalike. In uh, in uh, oh, what was the movie he was in? Oh goodness, it's like a he's like he goes on about not tipping at the beginning beginning oh, of it. Uh, he's Mister Reservoir Pink Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. Okay, there yeah, go. there we go. Yeah, I would replace Mark Wahlberg in Boogie Nights. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he has a rough time in that movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stan also asked, is the meaning of life the same for animals and humans? No. Yeah, I agree. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I believe the, again, I know this is, might make some folks mad, <laughs> but it is my opinion that animals are here to be utilized by people. So, okay. Yeah. 
whether you want them for company or whether you want them for dinner or, or you whether you want them to <laughs> ride one, you want yeah. it to like pull your plow. Yeah. I think that's what they're there for. Okay. Stan also asks, home invasion, just you and your wife. The leader asks you to cut your leg off or he shoots your wife. What does John do? Uh, I would cut my leg off. Like, okay. do I have to cut it off or are they going to cut it off I for think me? It'd be a lot easier to, if they cut it off. You have to cut off your own leg or the home invader, this uh, <laughs> the jigsaw. Right. He's going to shoot your wife or you cut off your own leg. Well, I cut off my leg, no you doubt. cut off your leg. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, you yeah. yeah, no doubt at all. <laughs> I think uh, without hesitation. I think you uh you surprised us all, John. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I cut my leg off. Dieter's uh, the only person in the world outside of my parents that's completely on my side. Okay, you can't lose somebody like that. All right. Well, what? Okay. Now, <laughs> I would ask to get a chainsaw. You know, like I don't want to do it slowly, right? Let's step back. You have to cut off your own leg, or he shoots your foster kid. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I'll be walking around just fine. Uh, I'll be glad to help carry his coffin at his funeral with both of my good legs. (laughs) There's the sound bite that we were after. Uh, Warsaw, our newest patron, asked, what was the first man to milk a cow trying to do? (laughs) (laughs) I imagine... Like the joke is like the first guy who milked cows probably into some pretty weird stuff, right? <laughs> yes. But you got to think they had seen a calf suckle before <laughs> yeah. and they were like, oh, okay. I wonder so, what that tastes like. Yeah, I wonder what that tastes like. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can use it, you know? Do you think he tried to just get it straight from the source or do you think he, he tried to put it in a bucket first? <laughs> I don't know. He like Tom Greened it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what's weird to think about is the first person who ate a chicken egg. Right. You know? Uh-huh. Where those come out from. You know? Yes. <laughs> it was like, hey, well, let's crack this open. There's some goodness inside of it. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Warsaw also asked, how far up do bald people go when they wash their face? Uh, I guess all the way up. <laughs> all, the way, all the way to the back of the head. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But if you're a guy, you have, like like I, I do, like a seven-in-one, you know, shampoo, <laughs> right. conditioner, body wash, face wash, degreaser, you know, thing in the shower anyways. Mm-hmm. So it all works the same. Right. Jacqueline asked, my husband Chris asked, is it, is it still premarital sex if you don't plan to ever get married? <laughs> well, premarital sex is what Baptists call any form of fornication, right? <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, if yeah. you don't plan to get married, then at that, it's not premarital sex. Right, it's, so it's, technically it's, it's fornication. not. <laughs> premarital sex is just fornication. <laughs> right, that, that spawns some conversations. Okay, right? <laughs> a little theological debate. <laughs> yes. Like, no, you haven't found a loophole if that's what we're trying to discuss. Listen, people have been looking for that loophole for thousands of years. If it hadn't been found yet, you're probably not going to find it. The best you could say is that marriage doesn't have to be in front of your friends and family with like a legal document and a priest in front of you, right? right? You know, or there's the Mormon loophole that I've heard of. 
You talking about soaking? No. Okay. You know what soaking is? No. All right. Well, let's go ahead. Are we going to talk about it the patron show? We might need to. Okay. I just remember that uh, we do have some younger listeners. Okay. All right. Don't let me forget that one. To find out what the Mormon loophole is, you can <laughs> sign up for our Patreon. That's right. Our uh, Patreon.com slash Earth Oddity. Well, we all know about the backdoor loophole, right? <laughs> I thought that I thought the backdoor loophole and the Mormon loophole were one and the same. That's the Baptist loophole too. I've heard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know though. I learned about it from the Jody Arias. <laughs> okay, I don't know who that is. That's the lady that killed her boyfriend. Oh, okay. That was her loophole. Oh yeah, all right. Because her boyfriend was devout Mormon. Oh okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Well, just come on in here. All right, I got you. Okay. Can a protester protest against speeding, and should it be allowed? <laughs> Well, yes, you can protest against speeding. <laughs> yeah. And all forms of protest should be allowed. You, however, cannot break the law. Well, the way things are now, you can break the law and you protest. It but. depends on what the media thinks about <laughs> yeah, your protest. Right. Yeah, basically, <laughs> we need to see what CNN thinks about it first <laughs> to know whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Yeah, to know. Whether it's a peaceful protest or a capital riot, yeah, right. insurrection, an insurrection. It depends on what CNN thinks. Well, we're using insurrection willy nilly now. <laughs> by the way, I mean we're just throwing it around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Raytheon asked. Now this is a nerd question, so I'm sure okay. you're going to know right exactly. up my alley. Yes. <laughs> Why is Iron Man made out of every metal except iron? He clearly says use the gold titanium from. Technical satellites, I demand for a refund. Okay, well, I <laughs> up until right now, I always thought his suit was just iron. <laughs> okay. And so I did not know it wasn't iron. Seems yeah. impractical that it would be heavy. You know, it would right. be super heavy if it was iron, so we yeah. probably should use some space-age materials. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel cheated, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's basically a, a man in a robot suit, right? Yeah. Okay. A, a powered armored suit. Mm-hmm. I know like, that because I heard somebody talk about how the military is trying to develop powered armored mm-hmm. suits. Yeah. Well, I was about to say that was it. Is it the Boston Dynamics? They're they're known more for the robots. They yeah. Flip around and do yeah, stuff, those people but, should be ended. <laughs> <laughs> but they also had the legs. It was like imagine a belt that you put on and the yeah. two like. I guess robot legs yeah, robot come legs. down. Yeah. It, it basically allows you to carry more weight, right? Because all the weight is on those two legs, mm-hmm. and they do what your your legs do, right? So you can so. march farther to kill your enemy. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because oil is in the middle of the desert. <laughs> right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's our Bobo. Ask what was the greatest late night TV show of all time? Well. <sighs> I mean, are you talking about like a late night talk show or are you talking about like uh, if it's a late he night? He just says greatest late night show. The greatest late night show to me ever was the original David Letterman when it was on mm-hmm. NBC. Okay. That was super funny. Mm-hmm. And it was like the Wild Wild West. Um, now, the greatest late night TV show to John was USA Up All Night. <laughs> nice teenage john i should say <laughs> usa up all night yes i would say the greatest late night show was coast to coast oh well yeah yes yeah, true it's, which is well, he's gonna say tv here yeah so i guess yeah. that don't count yeah which there should be a coast to coast tv show why isn't there i don't know i mean howard stern's got a tv show yeah howard stern's yeah that's if, true. If radio shows are on TV, then right. why, why isn't Coast to Coast? People on want there? us yeah. to do video with our podcast. 
you know what? Squirrel, he's actually been on me for oh, yeah? a couple of years now. Okay. <laughs> that we need video. Wow. So a few more patrons, we'll get it. We'll get it going. <laughs> need a few more patrons. If you want video, you need to sign up for the patrons. And a video editor. Sure, and somebody to do all that work for us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But maybe you'll allow if we get enough people, we can hire somebody to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we can't be uh giving someone a paycheck before we get a paycheck. <laughs> True. So. Right. <laughs> Well, I've been a small business owner. You can do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it happens a lot, but we don't want to. Razorback asked, who is the coolest athlete to play at Alabama? And explain why your answer is Kenny Stabler. That is exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. It's got to be Kenny Stabler. It has to be the snake. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was a wild man, number yep. one, uh, and was a super wild man. And now, then he got on the radio. Oh, yeah, and he would get drunk during games and everything. <laughs> yes. And Namath was cool, too. You uh-huh. know, people forget Joe Namath. And, uh, but Staber was, I mean, he was from the Panhandle. He's, he well, you know, he was the Redneck Riviera. He was Southern all the way, mm-hmm. you know. And cool cars, good-looking women. Not that, afraid to tell you about how good-looking they yeah, were. Yeah, not afraid to plant some cocaine on a, refor- a reporter who was doing a <laughs> – a hit piece on him. I mean, just just an all around cool dude. You know, left handed, just great. Yeah. If you would like to ask tiny questions, that's right. One week only. There's going to be questions for me. Yeah. You can join our Discord server. Link in the show notes, and you can go to the Ask Tiny Anything right uh, channel, and you can ask me questions, and I will answer them possibly. And as a follow-up to Razorback, the only other athlete I feel like is in the same stratosphere with Kenny Stabler as far as coolness goes is John Daly. Mm-hmm. You know, fellow Arkansas Arkansas athlete. John Daly is super. I would hang out with John Daly. I would drop everything I was doing to hang out with John Daly. I don't even play golf, but All I just right. feel like he would be a cool dude to hang out with. Yeah. Oh, anyways. Well, I believe that'll about do it for the free show. We've already yep. thanked our patrons. Yes, we have. Got them in early. <laughs> we did. Yeah. What do we got coming up in the extended show? I got a story about a teacher who has gotten suspended. Okay. Yeah. I have a story about a monk chopping off his own head. Okay. And- to save his wife, I'm sure, because there was a home <laughs> intruder. Yeah. Yeah. But not his foster kids. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> and uh, I may or may not talk about that beaver story. <laughs> Okay. We'll have to see. And what was I going to talk about again? Oh, the Mormon. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got to find out what the Mormon loophole is. Yeah, okay. And soaking. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And if I remember what I was going to talk about (laughs) with Beth, it could be bath. You know, sometimes the the auto-translate thing, Google provides it and always accurate. I don't remember, though. Hmm. I have no clue what I was talking about. Again, that's patreon.com slash earth oddity. Yes. You got anything else for the free show? Nope. Just love everybody. Thanks for listening. Hope you all have a wonderful week and, uh, you know, do something good for somebody in the yeah. world. And give us five bucks. <laughs> At least. Five bucks. At least five bucks. Wait till we're Masons. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this show's going to take off. Yeah. <laughs> You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, we're on them all. Everywhere. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. 
if you would like to check out our show art, we have the same tag on Instagram, underscore Earth Oddity. Yeah. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? It's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Welcome everybody to your exclusive patrons extension where we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. We're going to talk about Canadian beavers, Mormon loopholes. Yeah. Monks chopping off heads. Yeah. It's going to be outrageous.